the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Time now for Dr. Health Radio, radio's original health news magazine, bringing you the latest information on medicine, nutrition, fitness and wellness, and now in its 33rd year. Your host of Dr. Health Radio is health expert David Snow, who's not a doctor. And while most of David's guests are doctors or authorities in their areas of expertise, They do not diagnose or prescribe on the air. If you have a condition or illness that requires medical attention, see a health professional. The information contained in this program is for educational and entertainment purposes only. And now, your host of Dr. Health Radio, the snowman himself, David Snow. Do you know what today is? Well, I know it's Saturday, June 24th, but... Today is Celebration of the Senses Day. Now, it's no secret that spending time outside can leave you feeling refreshed, right? But it turns out the smells of nature have particularly powerful effects. Listen to this. Researchers asked 194 participants to uh, spend time in the woods, and uh, they wanted them to pay attention to the odors, textures, and colors around them, and then share their impressions of what they experienced. Well... What they found is that aromas in the environment, things like pine and freshly fallen rain and flowers and the like, had a positive impact on the subject's physical, emotional, and mental well-being. And it helped them feel happier, healthier, and more relaxed. And uh, the sense also evoked positive memories that is a factor linked to better health. And I want to welcome you to a show that talks about all of your senses Sooner or later, we've done all kinds of segments on uh, all of your various senses. And, we, of course, we do the sense of humor every week for the, with the Funny Bone Pharmacy. But, uh, you know, you must rely on one of those particular senses to learn about all the others. And that is, of course, your sense of hearing because this is radio, <laughs> your sense of sound. And uh, so we appreciate you tuning in to the Healthiest Hour on Radio. And besides, it's all sensible information and sound advice, I might add no matter what aspect of health we're discussing. And today we're going to be discussing about getting well sooner. Get well sooner. Actually, the uh, author of the um, the book is Get Weller Sooner. Stan Munslow is my guest. 12 Powerful Ways to Speed and Improve Your Recovery from Illness or Surgery. You know, people don't realize it. You probably don't. But um, statistically, every year, over 50 million Americans have a surgical procedure. And a lot more than that become ill, whether it's just a, an annoying cold or maybe a serious flu or even a life-threatening illness. So uh, it pays to know how to recover quicker and more completely after any kind of illness or surgical procedure. So we'll talk about everything from the placebo and nocebo effect to affirmations and visualizations and the power of other um, things besides medicine, like power of music and good nutrition, the power of love and laughter and uh, all kinds of things. 
having to do with mind-body medicine. And uh, we will have Stan on in just a few radio minutes after some news items and our regular weekly features. Speaking of senses, a bad sense of smell linked to death in the next decade. Uh, this is interesting, um, and you may have heard this. We've covered it in uh, in various articles over the over the uh, months and years, but uh, it's just a growing body of evidence and research that suggests that a bad sense of smell can foreshadow the onset of Parkinson's disease and even premature mortality. Um, this is from uh, Michigan State University. They analyzed data. More than 2,000 people aged 71 to 82, and uh, each person was tested to see if they could identify 12 common odors. Uh, and then they were tracked for the next 13 years, so um, a very thorough study. And they compared, uh, or compared with people who scored highly on the smell test. Those who identified no more than eight odors were 46% more likely to have died 10 years later and 30% more likely to have died at the end of the 13-year study. Uh, now, the team found that a poorer sense of smell was not linked to deaths from cancer or respiratory illness. However, it was strongly associated with deaths from Parkinson's disease and dementia. Uh, so there, the conclusion was, and I, I would agree with this, see if you do, it may not be a bad idea to include a sense of smell test as part of your doctor's visit. And, you know, when you think about it, why not? I mean, vision tests and hearing tests are standard fare, standard procedures in a physical or um, an exam. So uh, it's about time that um, the most primitive of all senses and the most powerful uh, should be also included in a, a doctor's visit or a you know, complete examination of all your faculties. All right, uh, and the food pharmacy, uh, adding these two foods can help tame tension if you're uh, suffering from stress and anxiety. Fiber and fermented foods, they may help you feel more content. This is from Molecular Psychiatry, the journal. Uh, subjects in the study who uh, ate six to eight servings of high-fiber veggies, things like onions and apples and the like, and two to three servings of fermented foods like yogurt and sauerkraut daily reported feeling significantly less anxious after just four weeks. And that's because the uh, fiber and fermented foods feed the healthful bacteria in the gut, that are linked to reducing stress and improving mood. And that's in turn because of uh, serotonin, you know, most of the serotonin produced in your body, which is of course your feel good hormone that is made in the gut. So um, uh, gut health is critical to overall health. And elsewhere in the uh, food pharmacy, purple produce cuts diabetes risk. This from the American Chemical Society. They found that plant pigments Things like those found in uh, purple potatoes, you know, the Okinawan sweet potatoes, for instance, uh, and red and purple cabbage. Uh, those compounds inhibit the breakdown of carbohydrates into glucose that can spike blood sugar and lead to diabetes. So uh, researchers note that type of anthocyanins, uh, the pigments found in veggies like radishes and purple carrots, were most effective at balancing blood sugar. But, you know, things like berries and grapes also have a, perfective, a protective effect. And I might mention that, um, you know, most people don't realize it, but carrots were all always purple. <laughs> it was the, uh, if I remember correctly, I think it was the Dutch in the 15th or 16th century that um, hybrid, hybridized um, carrots to be orange and kind of a yellow-orange. But uh, before that, they were purple. And I always buy the uh, rainbow baby carrots in the packages and um, because they have the purple carrots in there with the white and the 
orange ones, and I <laughs> I usually just eat the purple ones and throw the white ones away, and I eat a few of the orange ones. But uh, uh, anyway, I like I like purple produce. And uh, another um, item in the in the food pharmacy is um, having to. Well, it's it's another vegetable. Actually, it's a weed in some areas. Uh, I used to pick it off the rocks uh, by the ocean in Maui. Uh, Purslane, uh, it's a, a member of the Portulaca family uh, plant, but it adds a lemony crunch. It's kind of a naturally salty crunch, so you can cut down on your salt intake. But it is the most omega-3 rich fatty acid land-based plant anywhere. And uh, this phytotherapy research article found that a daily dose of purslane cuts blood fats, the triglycerides, by 19 points in just uh, three or four months. Of course, walnuts and salmon are also rich in omega-3s, but portulaca or the uh, purslane, if you have that growing, you can get it in garden shops and uh, nurseries, and uh, and it might be growing in your yard. You might be pulling it up as a weed, but uh, it's uh, delicious in salads. Okay. All right, let's talk about how summer weather can increase the likelihood of bites. And I'm not talking about only from bugs, but also dogs. That's right. New research from Harvard Medical School examined dog bite data from eight U.S. cities and cross-referenced that that information with daily weather and pollution data from those same cities, of course. And the results, well, dog bites went up on higher UV days, higher temperature days, and on days with higher ozone levels. Is this really surprising, though? I mean, you know, when you think about it, there are plenty of other studies finding that link between hot weather and aggressive behavior and other animals, as well as humans, us humans. I mean, violent crimes tend to go up during the summer months. I think August is the peak for for not only crimes, but uh, I believe auto accidents uh, peak in late summer. So uh, you want to keep it tuned right here to the snowman. I'm here to keep you cool and healthy, no matter what time of the year, no matter how hot it is outside. All right. um, Speaking of outside, a few days ago, Wednesday, June 21st, uh, first day of summer, of course, uh, that was National Daylight Appreciation Day. (laughs) It takes place on the summer solstice, the longest day of the year encouraging us to celebrate the many benefits of time in the sun. Of course, not too much time in the sun. Uh, You know, if you have too much fun in the sun, you might get skin cancer, but it can keep your brain healthy. This was a study in Alzheimer's and dementia where researchers found that people get a daily dose of vitamin D, which, of course, is when your skin is exposed to the sun, are 50% less likely to develop dementia than those who get less, uh, less sunlight. So to get the perks, you want to, the experts advise, and you want to always enjoy 15 or 20 minutes, the first 15 or 20 minutes of your fun in the sun without sunscreen. You can put it on your face, but, you know, on your arms and other parts of your body, you want to uh, keep it off, at least for the the initial phase of your sunning, if you are going to expose yourself to, you know, a long period of hours in the sun. But uh, don't put it on... Uh, you know, don't put it on before you go out of the house, in other words, okay? Okay, everybody has uh, an inkling for French fries, right? It's uh, In fact, I was reading an article recently on the um, consumption of potatoes in America. We consume 38 or 40 pounds of potatoes, and 30 pounds of that is in the form of French fries or fried or, you know, prepared potatoes, not the more, the, the healthier baked potato or, you know, mashed potato and those, those types of uh, potato dishes. But the term French fry 
French fries was coined by one of our favorite presidents, Thomas Jefferson. This according to history. He brought back samples of the fried potato sticks from France and dubbed them potatoes fried in the French manner. And, of course, Americans, we like to take shortcuts, right? So we just shorten the name to French fries, or so the story goes. All right, let's uh, go from potatoes to eggs. You know, eggs have always been controversial ever since the 1970s when they've had a link between uh, eating eggs and high cholesterol levels and coronary heart disease. Uh, But more and more recent studies show that consuming one or two eggs per day has no effect on blood cholesterol or the risk of heart attack. Uh, This from, let's see, Yale University researchers, uh, they found that people with high blood fat levels eating three eggs a day for six weeks had no effect on blood vessel health, though the eggs did not. And uh, but conversely, eating a sausage and egg or a sausage and cheese breakfast, excuse me, a sandwich every morning did impair blood vessel health. You know, and and it's hard to parse out the uh, whenever they did studies on egg consumption. I mean, most people eat eggs with bacon, and most people fry their eggs. And so, you know, I don't. I've never seen an uh, a study on poached eggs and uh, uh, the elimination or or just eating poached eggs versus. No sausage or bacon or all the, the the things that typically go with eggs that are re- the real culprits. But uh, anyway, uh, so much for um, eggs. So I had my green eggs and ham for breakfast this morning. I'll have you know. Just kidding. Just kidding. All right. Let's go to the fitness file. Compression socks. You've seen these compression socks for flying and, and uh, if you have poor circulation or for diabetes, things like that. But... They may cut runners' stomach problems during uh, intense exercise. You know, endurance runners, marathon runners, for instance, uh, experience runners' stomach, which is a sudden onset of symptoms that can include nausea and cramping and uh, other digestive disorders and also the need to or the urge to uh, use the toilet. Uh, Well, the symptoms may be in part by or caused by blood pooling or being redirected from the intestines to the leg muscles when running. Uh, which means you don't get as much blood flow and and there's a lack of oxygen and nutrients. And so those cells in that area become damaged. And they found, and this is from the Journal of Strength and Conditioning Research, they found that the socks could reduce intestinal damage by maintaining blood flow to the gut. And there's no harm in using them, of course. Uh, So it can only help you. Our fitness quote of the week, this quote comes from a competitive elite runner from almost a century ago. I uncovered Pavo Nermi, who uh, during a 1925 U.S. tour stated that all men and nations eat too much and for this reason are not fit. Can you imagine if he were alive today? You know, he'd probably die of a heart attack. He'd be so shocked that the world's population is now about twice the size that it was in 1925 and, uh, and we're even more sedentary, a lot more sedentary than, than we were a century ago, that's for sure. All right, and finally, in the Funny Bone Pharmacy... Uh, <laughs> there's a wife who said, my husband went upstairs to get some medicine. I think he's coming down with something. <laughs> well, I hope so. <laughs> Twin sisters were both studying medicine in college. When they graduated, they became a paramedics. Paramedics. I don't know if they went into paramedic medicine, but uh, they were a paramedics. <clears throat> what do you call doing 2,000 pounds of laundry in our nation's capital. That would be washing ton. All right, and um, 
Let's see. I'll just share a few cartoons with you. Here's a nurse talking to... Um, Oh, no, it's the doctor talking to the patient in the hospital bed after it's a post-surgical examination. He says, I think the surgery went well, especially considering I'm a doctor of literature. (laughs) I think I'd rather have a doctor of medicine operating on me. Thank you. And uh, here's the doctor talking to his patient in the exam room. He says, feel free to get a second opinion. I can give you my mom's phone number. (laughs) Okay. And finally, uh, Doc is... uh, kind of reprimanding the patient, saying, you're not retaining water, you're retaining scotch. Or is that vodka? And, you know, finally, it's hard to believe, but my girlfriend has a rare disease that makes her allergic to cosmetic products. She's actually allergic to them. Yeah, it's true. This is something you can't make up. (laughs) Okay, on that note, that is the Funny Bone Pharmacy. We will be back with more information as we are joined by Stan Munslow. Talking about getting weller sooner, the title of his new book. Stick around if you want to stay healthy. I'm David Snow here on Dr. Health Radio. Although you've heard about superfoods coming from many countries, did you know there's one that's grown right here in the U.S.? That's even more potent than most of those foreign superfoods. It's Noni, the superfood thousands of fans rely on for promoting good joint functions, a healthy immune system, and overall health and energy. It's the brand that sets the benchmark for medicinal and nutritional strength. It's Real Noni, grown in Hawaii on the island of Kauai. That's because Real Noni is 100% organic, raw, and non-fermented. And unlike Noni juice, Real Noni is in the form of a fruit leather, making it 14 times more potent than Noni juice with no added sugar. Plus, it's more convenient and cost-effective. Real Noni is a superfood that has 60 times more antioxidants than blueberries. Experience the healing and nourishing power for yourself by going to realnoni.com, where you can also see their line of popular pain-relieving lotions. That's realnoni.com. Stop breathing right now. No, really, hold your breath. This is how it feels when you're stuffed up due to colds, flu, pollen, dander, post-nasal drip, or any other reason. That's when you need clear saline nasal spray, the only spray with the power of xylitol. That simple saline solution you're using is only doing half the job. It's just rinsing. In multiple research studies, xylitol has been shown to reduce bacterial adhesion and help keep your nose moist and clean much longer than saline alone making Clear more effective at washing away that nasty gunk in your nose. Clear is so powerful, it's been granted over 11 patents. So step up from that wimpy saline spray to something that actually works faster and better at getting you the relief you need to start breathing now. And if your doctor isn't talking to you about Clear for your congestion, maybe you need to get a new doctor. You don't just rinse your hands. Why would you just rinse your nose? Clear saline nasal spray with xylitol. Available at Vitamin Shop, Walgreens, CVS, Rite Aid, as well as Amazon.com. For a complete list of retailers, visit clear.com. That's xlear.com. Welcome back to the show. David Snow on your radio. Nine out of ten doctors recommend Dr. Health Radio to their patients who listen to radio. Ask your doctor if Dr. Health is right for you. Appreciate you tuning in and making us a part of your weekend. Stan Munslow is my guest. He's the author of Get Weller Sooner, 12 Powerful Ways to Speed and Improve Your Recovery from Illness or Surgery. Now, Stan's an educator and researcher and has been helping people for years live healthier, happier lives, and he is with us to do just that, hopefully, for our Dr. Health Radio listeners. 
that span the globe, and uh, we welcome him to the Dr. Health Radio microphones this morning. Good morning, Stan. How the health are you? Well, hello, David. I'm so happy to be talking to you. Thanks for having me on. I'm great. Well, you know, I believe there was obviously a typo on the background information you sent because it said you had written 260 books under various pen names. I, I think it was supposed to read 26, isn't it? No, actually, it's 260. What? What? <laughs> yeah. A lot of them are short stories, fiction short stories. My like goodness. But, what a prolific yeah. author you are. <laughs> My gosh. I I've no, I don't think I've ever ever had a in the thirty three years I've been doing this show I don't think I've ever had a uh, an author that's written over a hundred books let alone you know two hundred <laughs> plus books uh, including your latest Get Well or Sooner now uh, you know I, I'm not uh, judging you and I'm not saying you flunked English class in school but why the title Get Well or Sooner um, because well first of all because truthfully that's what it is it's to make the, the people recover better, that's okay. well apart, and sooner. I just wanted the catchphrase, make it catchy, and uh, okay. yeah, I know it's not a real word, but <laughs> it kind of worked. It rolled off my tongue well enough, so well, I, go, or, I went with that. Well, you know, I, I like to tell people that we, we like to have all of our elderly listeners be welderly listeners, and, uh, uh, you know, we, you and, and here at Dr. Health, 100 is the new 70 as far as age goes, so uh, it's right in line with uh, our Sounds our great. philosophy as well, okay? Yeah. Uh, now, since your emphasis, Stan, in the book is on mind-body medicine, let's go there first. Let's cover that subject initially. Uh, we know that roughly 30% of healing results that people or that patients experience is the placebo effect. And it doesn't matter if it's a pharmaceutical drug, a supplement, a medical procedure, therapy, or even a sham surgery. So walk us through how we can use the power of our minds to our advantage. Absolutely. Yeah. You know, I mean, our bodies are made by our thinking. And I mean that literally. And here's briefly why that is. Everybody's cells are made of atoms. We know that. And about 107 years ago, Einstein showed that atoms are made of nothing but energy. That's all we are. That, that's all anything is, right? Mm-hmm. And, well, years after Einstein did that, quantum physicists got in on the act. They did this thing called the famous double-slit experiment. And what they found from that is that, well, okay, if atoms are made of energy, what exactly is energy made out of? And it's pretty mind-blowing. You kind of have to open your mind up a little bit. Um, Everything is made out of energy, which is made out of intelligence, of awareness, of thought. Even the great um, British physicist, Sir James Jeans, used to say, you've got to stop thinking of the universe as this great machine and see it for what it really is. It's a great thought. And in Conscious Observer publication, they said, um, physicists are being forced to admit that the universe, including everything in it, including our bodies, mm-hmm. are mental construction. Okay, so... Your thinking doesn't just affect your body. It doesn't just control your body. It literally creates it. It literally creates it, which happens anyway. It's just that under our conscious and positive control, you can do a much better job of it. Is that why your hypnosis body, is yeah. so important or so uh, beneficial or, um, you know, that Absolutely. yields more yeah. results that people than people really expect it to, to because, <laughs> because of the fact that they're not conscious of of the changes in their, uh, you know, they're not conscious. I mean, that's the definition of subconscious. You're not conscious of your subconscious. Otherwise, you'd be yeah. subconscious. Yeah. I mean, it's the mind-body pipeline, and, and your thoughts directly um, affect the creation of your new cells. You make 2 mm-hmm. million new cells every second, and it just, it just drives it better under your conscious control. 
So you, you mentioned about the placebo effect, and yeah, I give you a sugar pill and tell you it's a powerful pain medicine, and you tend to get that result because you expected it. In other words, right. because you thought it, mm-hmm. and so your thoughts are created. But you know what's even more amazing than that? Um, Dr. Deepak Chopra talks about how if a person has multiple personality disorder, right, and let's say they have an allergy to orange juice, and they break out in hives when they drink it, but then the next day maybe they wake up in another personality, and now they can drink all the orange juice they oh, want wow, because yeah. they don't have that allergy. Mm-hmm. If somebody has um, non-insulin-dependent diabetes and they got to take a drug to maintain their blood sugar levels, then they wake up in another personality and that they don't need to take the drug because, get this, because their pancreas is now functioning normally. It's sort of like this other personality occupying your brain didn't know that they had these problems mm-hmm. and therefore they physically don't have those problems. Lesions go away. You know, hives go away. It's right. just really mind-boggling. Yeah, so, and, yeah, and, and it's something we have to re- be reminded about. Actually, uh, just... Uh, taking a comment or um, going back uh, a minute to our uh, your conversation about uh, Dr. Deepak Chopra, we've had him on the show, but it was many years mm-hmm. ago, and uh, I forgot that you know he covers all those things, and uh, so I need to be reminded as a host about some of the things that our former guests have uh, been purveying and and uh, promoting over the years, and so I'm glad sure. that you mentioned him and his research or what they've found over the uh, over the years, and and uh, just you know the results that people get patients get with the uh, the mind blowing information that you're uh, sharing with us and so we we appreciate you compiling everything and it, i i really like the book it's an easy read uh, mm-hmm. you can turn to any chapter and get something out of it you don't have to start at the beginning although you know you probably mm-hmm. want to uh but yeah. um what what prompted you to put it all together in in this book uh, since you've oh, written well, <laughs> over 200 others yeah well, what happened was originally is that in 1998, my dad was diagnosed with stage four lymphoma. Ooh. He was given about a 25% um, survival prognosis. And, you know, I'd always had an interest in quantum science and those kind of things and mind-body stuff. So I started doing a ton of research because I wanted to find ways for him to basically up his odds. And I took all that research and <laughs> boiled it down to this little tiny um healing guidebook. It was just this little blank book I made. It was like two inches wide and just filled it with all kinds of tips on beating cancer, right? And so my dad would read it all the time. He would even mm-hmm. flip through it when he was sitting at red lights. Um, I also made him a cassette full of um, healing affirmations uh-huh. and a guided visualization, and he listened to it all the time. And I know people are going to expect me to say that he beat his cancer, which, in fact, he did. But the real amazing part is that he really didn't just beat it. He failed his way to beating it. He beat it fast. He beat it easily. He didn't mm. lose his hair. He didn't lose weight. Whoa. He didn't get nauseous, and he remained fit and active. It was really weird because he was actually acting more vital after the cancer than before. And I remember telling my sisters, I said, I hate to say this, but I think cancer was the best thing that ever happened to Dad because he's really knowing how to live. So I was so bolstered by that. I started offering all that stuff to anybody friends, family who were having surgeries or illnesses, and the successes just started to rack up. And, you know, frankly, I was batting a thousand. But what happened was in 2014, my wife's sister, Chris, was diagnosed with stage four plus ovarian cancer. And it was so bad. The oncologist said, if you hadn't come in today, you would be going in three weeks. And as it stands, even with chemo, all I can get you is Three weeks. I mean, sorry, three months, maybe six months if we're lucky. Oh, boy. And uh, 
Yeah, I was like, I was sitting there berserk, doing a lot more research and putting it together and assembling it all as best I could. I literally wrote the book for her. I even had a copy printed to give to her. I said, here, read this. Okay. So she's like, okay. And so, okay, the six months came and went, and then it was a year, and then two years, and then four, and then eight years. My goodness. And that she, you know, we finally lost her to see this last year. But you know something? During those eight years, she really lived a great life. She didn't act sick. I mean, I know she was tired a lot and stuff like that. But also during those eight years, she got to see the birth of her first three grandkids, which was awesome. And she got to spend time with them. And the real touching thing for me was that I found out after she passed that her family had put a copy of my book in her casket oh, boy. because she always used to say my oncologist and my brother-in-law saved my life. So the book came from that. It came from oh, Chris and it was for her. That's very touching. Stan, we need to uh, take a bottom of our break and I have many more questions for you about your book, Get Well or Sooner, including how people can get a copy of it. Uh, but we'll, when we come back, I want to, you know, you mentioned the, uh, and we both mentioned the placebo effect. Let's talk about the nocebo effect when you think okay, things sure. don't work or they're not going to work and uh, the effect that has on your health, as well as affirmations and uh, other chapters in your book. You have a powerful book. Actually, every one of your chapters is powerful because they're entitled The Power of Laughter, The Power of Music, Power of Medicine, and uh, so on and so on. So we'll cover some of the chapters. Back after this with more information for your good health here on Dr. Health. I'm David Snow. Stick around if you want to stay healthy. Back right after this as Dr. Health Radio continues. When choosing a food supplement, what's most important to you? If you said safe, effective, contaminant-free, and non-GMO, 100% of the population agrees with you. So out of the thousands of brands out there, which one do you choose? Natural Factors is the healthiest choice. For over 60 years, family-owned Natural Factors has been committed to the quality of their products, excellence in science and education, and caring for people and planet. And with over 900,000 square feet of manufacturing, Natural Factors is big enough to do it right. They are also one of the only companies to do it all. With their own certified organic farms, over 2,000 acres, their own extraction, encapsulation, laboratory and research facilities, plus a vast network of academic and scientific experts. From farm to shelf, you can trust Natural Factors to bring you the best food supplements available anywhere. And they're available at your nearest natural food store. Or go to naturalfactors.com. Noni has been used by Polynesians and Hawaiians for over 2,000 years as their main medicinal plant. Now our new products bring the power of noni fruit to you in a pleasant-to-use form. Noni fruit leather is made from pure, organic, unfermented fruit and offers relief for many health problems inside and out. Our soothing lavender noni lotion helps with pain, skin ailments, and sports injuries. Noni fruit leather and lavender noni lotion are available online or at most health food stores. Try our noni lotion and fruit leather for improved health and energy. It is David Snow on your radio, keeping you cool and healthy. And a reminder, our show does rebroadcast tonight, 12 hours from the time you're listening to it in the morning show, if you are listening to our morning show. Otherwise, if you're listening to the rebroadcast of the uh, morning show, uh, you can return to your radio dial 168 hours from right now. Uh, Anyway, if you're just joining us, Stan Munslow is my guest. He's the author of Get Weller Sooner, 12 Powerful Ways to Speed and Improve Your Recovery from Illness or Surgery. 
Stan, earlier in the show, I mentioned that every year, 50 million Americans have a surgical procedure. So your book is pretty much for everybody because sooner or later, you're going to be ill or you're going to have surgery. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's pretty, pretty sobering. Yeah, it is. And, uh, you know, I was thinking during the break that we, um, I don't know if you, well, you weren't with us um, early in the in the show. I opened the show talking about the fact that today, Saturday, June 24th, is celebration of the census day. And I think, you know, other than our, our faculties, our, our uh, typical obvious senses, sense of sight, sound, et cetera, um, your, your, the, the uh, examples you gave of your father and your sister-in-law beating the cancer prognosis or diagnosis, uh, they had a sense of appreciation and of gratitude and a sense of, you know, I mean, there's a lot more senses than the typical five senses, right? Absolutely, yes. Yeah, yeah. So um, let's talk about, uh, you know, we talked about the placebo effect before the break. Mm -hmm. Let's talk about the nocebo effect, the people that are negative and um, in spite of the fact that they're doing all the, you know, the medical team that they might have is, prescribing all the correct medicines and, and things are supposedly going well, but because they don't believe or expect the results, uh, they're right. in a negative state of mind. What happens then? Yeah, expectation is everything. Even uh, uh, That's actually a quote by Sam Walton. He says, expectation is everything. In fact, it drives every um, medical outcome to some extent or other, either positively or negatively, and if people expect the best from their medications, actually, even if they expect the best from a non-medication, from a sugar pill, they're going to get those results more often than not. And, of course, if it's the other way around, if they don't expect it to work, then neither will a placebo or a real medicine. Mm. So the expectation really drives it. And, um, and the thing is, uh, a lot of people don't operate in the realm of like positive expectation, you know, they call it being realistic. They're like, don't get your hopes up, you know, because then if it doesn't work, you're going to be all upset. And it's like, yes, but the, the, the positive expectation doesn't create negative outcomes, you know? And um, so we're, we're always better to expect the best because we're, we're going to get one of two things. We're either going to get the best that we're expecting or what we're really looking for is an improvement in our outcome. And so a placebo it's, is when you expect something to work, even if it's not really made to, mm-hmm. and it does anyway because your mind expects it and creates it, creates that physical, physiological reality. Or if you don't expect the real medicine or the fake medicine to work, then you get the non-effect. You get the nocebo effect. And um, it, it's pretty huge. You know, there's even a chapter in the book about getting the most from medicine, but that's really what it, what it pertains to is that one of the reasons, for instance, that um, medicines work to the extent they do is because of a patient's trust mm-hmm. in their doctor. Yeah, and, the you know, bedside manner, it, right. Yeah, so they just expect, you know, well, they should expect the best from themselves because it, it just drives everything. In fact, really, your expectations pretty much drive the outcome of every one of the 12 chapters in the book, they will largely work to the extent that you believe in them to do so. So I tell people, yeah, look, if you're on medicine, be the perfect patient, take it exactly how much, when, where, and how you're supposed to do, get the best medication you can, and then believe in it, expect it to work, be grateful when it does, because the universe gives us, a, gives us more of what we're grateful for. So you, you know, have gratitude right. to your doctors, to your medical team. And that was one thing that, my sister-in-law, Chris, really did. I mean, she really was 
the perfect patient in so many ways. Mm. So, so is there, is, let me ask you, is there such a thing as false hope? Is there such a thing as false hope? Um, I'm not going to deny that there is um, maybe such a thing that, you know, we can hope for the best and maybe not get it. But it's all about just improving our odds. Mm-hmm. You know, I didn't expect Chris to live for eight years. You know, I, I expected that uh, that it was going to help in some way, right. maybe make things easier and just give her a little more time with us. Because I'd only known her for three years when the diagnosis oh. came through. Mm. And I, I had a daughter and I wanted to know her more. And so I just give me some more time, you know, and give my wife some more time because they were so close. And um, so, yeah, I and mean, it just, it's just, it's like an umbrella, I think, that the expectation theory that they call it, uh, just drives so many outcomes, either for the best or the worst, depending upon, you know, where our, our head is at. And I hear so many people like, you know, oh, you're going to get sick. You know, they'll tell me that because I never get sick. I didn't even see a doctor from when I was 17 to 42 because I didn't need to. And I, I only started going because my family made me, basically. But I mean, you're I a bad patient. Sick. You're not the perfect patient. <laughs> right. I, I, I've had no procedures, no surgeries, no treatments, oh, no hospitalizations. You. And people are like, well, you've been really lucky. And I'm like, lucky for, for 64 years straight? Seriously? And then they'll say, well, you've got good genes. And I'm like, well, actually, I don't. I mean, my parents and my four siblings had more than their share of medical yeah, adventures. Mm-hmm. I know what it is. I know, like I know, like I know. I just don't expect to get sick. And I still don't. And I'm just going to ride this life through that way. Um, I also just kind of see my body as perfect because that's how the great people, the great successes in the world operate. They don't look at things the way they are. They always look at things the way they want them to be. So if somebody wants their body to remain healthy, whether they're ill or not, then they kind of keep seeing it that way. You don't think about the illness. It's not that you deny it. Yeah, right. It's just that you don't. You just you just don't choose to put your attention there, and okay. you just say, "Here's my perfect body." Yeah. All right. So you're talking basically about affirmations and prayer yeah. and visualizations is is what I'm getting. If I read between the lines of what you're just you're giving us. Mm-hmm. Okay. Absolutely. And you have you have some of those guidelines in the book. You have a lot of different affirmations. Each chapter has has its quotes and, you know, liners, which is good. Yeah. The reason there are so many affirmations, it's called Learn and Affirm. At at, at first, the affirmations serve the purpose of driving the information into people's minds Mm -hmm. as deeply as as I can get, right? But it also serves the additional um, purpose of via the mind-body pipeline, it takes those healing energies and directs them into the body. So that's, that's what's behind the affirmations. But what's behind prayer is that there are over 1,200 published studies attesting to and outright proving, in medical journals, I mean, and outright proving the efficacy of prayer. Really? And you know what happened mm. was um, two years ago, it's another cancer thing, my sister's husband, Dwayne, in New York, was diagnosed with advanced esophageal cancer. And I don't remember the numbers but it was bad. It, was, it wasn't good. So I gave him the book. I said, do this stuff, and we got your back. We're going to pray for you. But mm-hmm. I really wanted to turbocharge that whole effect. So what I did was I contacted friends and family of his and said, we're going to pray for Dwayne. Set two alarms on your phone, one at 7 a.m., one at 9 p.m. We're going to pray together. If you can't do it then, then do it whenever. But let's try to coalesce as many of our energies, whether you want to think of them as religious, spiritual, or just quantum connectedness. Let's coalesce our energies together and hit Dwayne twice a day, every day until he's better. 
right? And I conjured mm. I, I up some prayers for everybody to use if they wanted them, or they could just use what they wanted. But the, the extra step I took is that I built them a Facebook page called Healing Energy for Dwayne. So I put those prayers oh, up and tried oh. to get more people on board. So we had 99 people praying for Dwayne throughout his treatment. Interesting. Now, he had, and he knew it. I mean, he was very bolstered by that and strengthened by it. Yeah, and I can imagine. Just felt like people had his back. After one six-week round of chemo, the doctors told Dwayne, your, your cancer is gone. It's really? It's gone. Wow. Yeah, and, and it stayed gone. That's only been two years. And he kept saying, well, what if it comes back? I'm, you know what? If it comes back, we're going to hit you again with this. Okay. We're going to get you back again. And, yeah, prayer is... Huge. I would say, you know, if, if I had to pick the most powerful um, one of the 12 chapters, I would say yeah, expectation and prayer would be the two biggies that I would be putting my money in. Yeah. Even more so than love, you have a chapter on the power of love? Oh, I mean, yeah, sure. I mean, they're all good, they, they all go. Yeah, all, it's hard to disconnect. They're all powerful, or, but, if, yeah. uh, but if I, the, the results I've seen in my own life with family okay. and friends and stuff, yeah, mostly it was driven, I think, mostly by that stuff. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Because it, it's kind of like nutrition and fitness, and, you know, they go together, and, you know, so many things in our, our life and our health go together. Yeah. You can't you can't parse them out or, or separate mm-hmm. them. I, I mean, love and prayer go together, because if you're praying yeah. for somebody, you care for them or, or love them in some way. Exactly. And uh, so and, when we come back from this brief break, well, sorry to cut you short here, Stan, but we, we have to uh, keep the lights on here so I can keep asking you more questions. But when we come back, I want to lighten things up a bit and talk about your chapter on the power of laughter and just to uh, quote one of your uh, one of the quotes uh, that I pulled out of your book Dr. Uh, let's see uh, Madan Kataria uh, she says I have not seen anyone dying of laughter but I know millions who are dying because they are not laughing and uh, I might add you, you also mentioned Norman Cousins who I had the good fortune to meet back in the 1970s he was the Uh, author of Anatomy of an Illness, and uh, he used laughter therapy to cure his own disease and illness. So we'll talk about that when we come back from this brief break. I'm David Snow here on Dr. Health Radio. Don't go anywhere if you want to stay healthy. Sorry, yogurt. Although you're high in calcium and protein, in the real world of potent probiotics, uh, well, let's just say you're not that potent. While many consume you thinking they're getting enough probiotic bacteria for good gut health, the fact is, you yogurts can't compete with a medical strength probiotic like Theralac. Plus, you yogurts, well, most of you, have so much sugar and other ingredients that it defeats the purpose of eating you in the first place. So while we'll always be fond of you and other fermented foods, we want to make sure our listeners also take a potent probiotic like Theralac. That's because just one capsule of Theralac is equal to more than 200 cartons of yogurt in the beneficial bacteria that it delivers to the gut. And if your doctor advises you to just eat some yogurt after a course of antibiotics without a strong probiotic like Theralac, it can take up to two years to reestablish your healthy gut flora. Look for Theralac in the refrigerated section of your favorite health store or go to Theralac.com. The pursuit of a healthy immune system is so important for our long-term health. And being healthy for the long-term is everyone's goal, right? So which immune health supplement is recommended for those who also have cardiovascular concerns? Kyolic Aged Garlic Extract. Aged Garlic Extract, regarded as one of the leading natural heart health supplements, has been clinically proven to help reduce high blood pressure and inflammation. Experts believe this alleviates demands on the body's energy stores, freeing it up to fight invaders. The result? A more responsive immune system. 
Kyolic Aged Garlic Extract begins with 100% organically grown garlic and is the most scientifically researched, highest quality, and best-selling odorless garlic extract supplement. And for extra support, get Kyolic Aged Garlic Extract Immune Formula 103. Try Kyolic Aged Garlic Extract for a healthy heart and a healthy immune system. Discover more at Kyolic.com. That's K-Y-O-L-I-C.com. Dr. O'Hara's Probiotics. We put the power in probiotics. We were the first to emphasize the importance of postbiotic metabolites in creating and maintaining the biodiversity of flora in the gut microbiome for optimal digestion, gut, brain, immune, and hormonal health. Multi-year fermentation is key in producing the postbiotic metabolites that are found in exceptional probiotics like Dr. O'Hara's probiotics. Healthy fruits and vegetables are fermented, resulting in over 500 postbiotic metabolites for optimum digestive and immune support. So don't rely on a simple claim that the product has 50 billion or more CFUs. That is not the hallmark of how to gauge a powerful probiotic. Instead, look for diversity. Look for fermentation. Look for postbiotics. Look for Dr. O'Hara's probiotics. Dr. O'Hara's probiotics are certified vegetarian and free of gluten, allergens, and GMOs. Get Dr. O'Hara's probiotics today at fine health retailers everywhere and online. Welcome back to the show. David Snow on your radio. It's the cure for the common radio show and your weekly dose of verbal vitamins. And if you want to listen to the show again after next Wednesday, it'll be podcast on our website, drhealthradio.com. That's drhealthradio.com or D-O-C-R, excuse me, D-O-C-T-O-R. <laughs> need, need to know how to word, spell the word doctor. Uh, D-O-C. TORHealthRadio.com. And of course, you can listen to us 12 hours from right now on the station you're listening to right now if you want to listen to the evening rebroadcast. Continuing our conversation with Stan Munslow. Stan, how can people get your book, Get Weller Sooner? Sure, they can, it's available on Amazon, both as paperback, as ebook, and as audiobook, because a lot of patients aren't going to be in a position to read. So they can listen to it if they'd like. Excellent. So uh, all three are on Amazon under that title. I'm all about audio. And, uh, yeah. of course, I'm a board-certified talktologist and um, on radio, not TV, So because I have a face for radio, but that's another program. Anyway, <laughs> uh, let's get to uh, The Power of Laughter, one of the chapters in your book, and talk about some of the contents of it and why that's so important for good health and for healing from an illness or surgery. Yeah, you know... You quoted about the um, Norman Cousins book, and he, he did heal his, um, he had an in, inflammation of the spine that was very debilitating, and that was his, that was his um, program that he tried. Was, he, he was watching Candid Camera episodes and right. Marx Brothers movies. Now, this is in the days of pre-internet. You know, he That's didn't right. have a lot of access to ready humor right like that, like we do. If he had had the Internet, maybe he would have even done better. But, yeah, he cured himself. And even people with very advanced cancers, too, have they, they, they say that they've cured themselves with little more than just humor therapy. Mm-hmm. And um, uh, what I was going to say, it's, it's just it's all across the board. I mean, all kinds of, you know, different situations. And nowadays, because humor is everywhere available, just laugh yourself, you know, into an improved outcome. However, even though these people claim that they cured their illnesses with nothing but 
humor or any of the other strategies, I always caution readers, no, you get your standard professional care. Of course. And this stuff yes. is a, just a supplement. Yeah, you know? exactly. Um, yes. This is just that. It's so, frosting um, on the cake, so to speak. Yeah. And humor, you know, it, it's positive. It's positive energy. We're made of energy. And the, the, the humor energy just, you know, keeps things positive and positivity um, just affects even the, the creation of our cells. You know, when they're created in a positive environment. And since we do that every second, hey, if we're laughing our heads off at some funny, you know, uh, stand up comedian or whatever, then as these cells, which are replacing the ones that are dying all the time, too, then we're going to, um, you know, those cells are going to be made better. I, I, I just want to interject that uh, I, I positively want to test negative for any illness or disease. <laughs> That's all. <laughs> so I want to remain exactly. positive so that I. Keep testing negative on you know for anything that might negatively affect me. Uh, okay, Absolutely. so so the power of laughter is is one of your chapters. The power of music and uh, the power of love. Let's get into some of the other chapters you have. Sure. Well, I mean, actually, I am a musician. I'm a professional. Oh, that's right. Yes, actually. I forgot to mention so, that. Um, yeah. So I, I have the whole music stick down, but music. You know something? Um, the Chinese character for medicine includes the character for music. Oh, I didn't know that. And um, Chinese characters go back millennia, and they're very well thought up. Music has been used for millennia. Even um, Hippocrates treated his patients with music. Hmm. Native Americans did hundreds of years ago. And in recent years, scientists get in on the act by basically proving them right that music improves medical outcomes across the board. Mm -hmm. It just starts, again, it's all about the positive energy, but you got to do it right. Um, classical music and new age music appear to offer the best results. And one of the reasons for that is because it is soothing, but it's also very cerebral and it just keeps the mind stimulated in a positive way. And because it's not um, vocal, because it's instrumental, you can have it on for hours at a time. It doesn't intrude upon your thinking the way somebody singing does. So it's like white noise so, then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When my mom was 85, she had this massive, massive stroke. It was so bad that they weren't even giving her water because they said, oh, she's not going to make it through the night. Oh. Well, she did, in fact. And we, I told the nurse at the rehab place, I said, here's some CDs. Keep these CDs on throughout the day, right? And within a few months, this, this woman was doing, like, crossword puzzles again. It was really, really amazing. Mm. Um, Parkinson's, Alzheimer's. Everything. I mean, really, just medical outcomes. The part, I, the part that I think is the coolest is that if you're in post-op and you're listening to music, you won't need as much pain medicine. And the really weird part is that it doesn't have to be that you're, you're listening to the music in post-op. Even people who have the music playing during the surgery mm-hmm. will get the benefits. And it's like, well, how can that be? They can't hear. They're asleep. It's like, oh, you can hear when you're asleep. And I said, wake up to somebody who's sleeping. They wake up. You hear with your unconscious mind. Now, people who are under anesthesia are forced to remain asleep, but that sound is still getting to them. It's mm-hmm. still getting That's to right. their auditory right. receptors. So um, I always tell everybody, my wife's going to be having knee um, surgery replacement in August, and I said, we're going to have that music on. And she's like, okay, you know, because I'm the music person, so okay, we're going to have that music on for you. And um, But yeah, it's, it's, it's so across the board. And nowadays, again, it's so easy to just, you don't even have to make playlists. Just go on to YouTube and just search for, let's say, nonstop 
relaxing classical music, let's say. Mm-hmm. And there were these compilations that last like eight hours. You can just listen to it all you want. It'll just go and go. You can even put it on through the night. You can sleep with it on and softly or whatever. But just keep it on. It's so easy to get now. You know, there's just no, there's, it's so easy, there's no reason not to do it. Okay, on that note, uh, mm-hmm. we, we only have a couple minutes left, so yeah. I want to kind of put it all together, and in fact, your chapter, one of the last ones in your book, Get Well or Sooner, uh, is about putting it all together in our daily healing regimen. Uh, g- describe in a minute or less what mm-hmm. that involves and what it entails. The daily healing regimen is simply taking a primary um, affirmation from each chapter that more or less like condenses the chapter down to a, you know, a brief statement. And people go through the day with these 12 affirmations and they just have to, you know, recite or repeat, or even just think about, you know, if they don't have the energy to talk or they can't talk or whatever, but just to read them and, you know, review them and just keep them going. That's the regimen is to take the 12 um, affirmations, one for each chapter to drive not only the points of the chapter home, but also to drive the healing energy they contain into their body. Um, that's the regimen. I mean, beyond just reading the book and trying to do some of the things in it, um, that's what it was for, is to just put it all together into the form of a great sort of 12-part affirmation. All right. Well, on that note, I want to thank you very much for uh, being with us, the author of sure. Get Weller Sooner, Stan Munslow. And I might add that... Uh, by getting a copy sooner rather than later, uh, because, you know, there's nothing worse for our health, Stan, as you know, than procrastination. And so many people put off taking care of their health until it's too late. So well, a guidebook like this is, yeah. yeah, yeah, this is like the, a preventative book. And uh, as we know, prevention is uh, a pound of prevention is worth a, uh, mm-hmm. a, a ounce of prevention. Ounce excuse of prevention. me, is, yep. is worth there a pound go. of cure. So uh, can't thank you enough, and uh, good luck on continued success with your book and the two hundred plus others that you've written. <laughs> okay. All right. Thanks so okay. Much. All right. There goes Stan Munslow, and here we go with another edition of the program. But a reminder: you can listen to us tonight for the rebroadcast, twelve hours from the time you're listening to right now, or you can go to the website drhealthradio.com or D-O-C-T-O-R-HealthRadio.com. Both of those will get you to the website. I'm David Snow, thanking you for joining us today. And join us again next week, same time, same station, when we talk about rapamycin and long, healthy life. You'll find out next week, 168 hours from right now. Until then, remember, it's not how long you live, it's how you live long. Aloha. Have a healthy week. Star General Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. 
with in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com, salemnow.com.